0: Welcome back to another episode of Cape Band Today with our favorite Gloucester Times reporters, Stephen Hagen and Ethan Foreman. Hi, you guys. Hi,
1: Heather. How are you doing? And,
2: and don't, let's not forget about Gail. Oh,
0: Gail's she another is,
2: favorite.
0: Uh, my Gail. Absence. Awesome. Gail McCarthy. Yeah, Gail McCarthy. Now, she is the favorite. So you, you guys are second up. Second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Stephen, what do you think? Yes, like-
1: for us this week, uh, I have uh, three or four stories uh, in Manchester, Essex, at the regional high school, Manchester, Essex Regional High School. They were recently honored by the College Board for their AP offerings. Um, what what that essentially means is they were honored for um, having at least forty percent of the graduating class taking at least one AP class least uh, 25 of the graduating class scoring three or higher on at least one AP exam during high school. And at least 2% of the graduating class took five or more AP exams during high school. Um, the uh, high school also completed 355 AP exams in 2023 with, uh, I, I won't go into details, but really good school. So they're doing pretty well over there at Manchester Essex Regional High School um over the weekend there was a really bad accident in gloucester um at grant circle um man crashed his uh what kind of car was it uh it was a silverado chevy silverado at Grant circle and he was med flighted out of gloucester um to uh mass general hospital in boston uh the chopper as his routine landed at O'Malley Innovation Middle School and took off from there. Um, he, has, uh, he was conscious and alert, but he has serious injuries. Uh, never did, didn't find out what those injuries were, but uh, anyway, he'll be summoned to court at a later date to face charges for negligent operation of a motor vehicle. Um, in Manchester, there is a new, uh, well, there's a man who has been named head of the regional Boy Scouts Council. He lives in Manchester. His name is John Judge. We've got a really tiny photograph headshot of him. I don't know if you can see that. That's Mr. Judge right there. Mr. Judge is, um, I mean, this sounds kind of uh, routine, but uh, he's he's an everything guy. He does everything. Um, Let's see your Lord. He's been a scout since he was a kid. He was a scout when he was a kid. He became an Eagle Scout. Uh, he's part of the uh, life member of the National Eagle Scout Association, um, held several leadership posts in the area, including um, he was uh, the chief executive of the Appalachian Mountain Club. He was um, uh, had, had leadership positions at Goodwill Industries, Habitat, Humanity, Greater Boston, and the trustees of reservations. His thing is he wants to um, um, optimize the STEM offerings that the scouts might, uh, might uh, um, engage in. Um, you know that, That's a big part of schools these days. And he really wants to emphasize that, especially with the biotechs in the area and the one that's planned for Manchester, um it is awesome. called cell signaling technology. Thank you very much. I forgot it. Yeah. Um and um he has uh, he lives in Manchester with his wife and his daughter, and his daughter is a Cub Scout. Mm. Nice. Which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Finally, uh there is money for Rockport. Um uh, this is uh, part of the nationwide sett- nationwide settlement reached by the Attorney Generals of Massachusetts and thirteen other states uh, to be to obtain the money from opioids, the op- opioid settlement. So Rockport has been awarded ten thousand dollars, and what that will be used for, according to Barbara McCarthy, who's the Board of Ch- Health Chair and Vice Chair Ruth George,. Uh, they will use it for overdose prevention, harm reduction, and addiction treatment recovery programs. And the word is, uh, the, the aim is, rather, to get the word out about opioid bad stuff. Thank you. As, as my daughter Emma, <laughs> well, will tell you, her father is adamant about not. I mean, I, um, I'm always constantly on her, trying to remind her, don't do drugs, don't drugs she does doesn't do drugs she doesn't do drugs she doesn't like it uh what she tells me and i believe her uh but still i'm i'm
0: a singer right what's that a singer so
1: she emma is is a singer that's right she sings uh a lot i'll just leave it at that a lot she's in three different groups
0: wonderful okay so ethan uh you've been busy also what do you have for us oh i can't hear you we
2: need oh, to the mute button. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I uh, I wanted to start off with something that we got really no well it was a noisy bit of uh, news uh, last week, kind of a tempest in a teapot or a really loud tempest in a teapot uh, when it comes to leaf blowers. So the uh, uh, Ward One uh, Councilor Scott Memard. Uh, you know, hearing it from residents who didn't like uh, working at home and hearing the noise, uh, d- decided to um, bring a council order uh, to uh, ordinances and administration oh, to, um, uh, Steve, can, hey, listen, I know you picked up the phone. Can you mute that hey, over Jason, there?
1: Jason, I'm on a podcast right now. Let me, let me call you back. What's your, what's your number? See, the news doesn't stop.
0: Jason. Yeah, so it's anyway...
1: So Scott
2: Madmart has decided to put in a, a, an order, a council order, to uh, yep. do a leaf blower ban for gas-powered leaf blowers. And, so Jason, uh, and you five, know, people are working at eight, home; they're five, on five, Zoom, three, three, and uh, so seven, seven. kind of hard for them to work. And then to okay. have
1: a. I'll um, we'll call you back in about ten minutes.
2: Um, thanks. I'm sorry.
0: Even put
2: yourself on mute. <laughs> put yourself on. Steve, put yourself on mute. <laughs> See, the newsroom spot. is the newsroom is very busy so it's it's very hard for us to uh to uh, you know be here so I appreciate it so my apologies uh, no no worries yeah, so what happened was uh there was a uh uppouring in the in the um in the kairos auditorium but it wasn't for people who wanted a um uh, a leaf blower band it was uh dozens of landscapers who make their living using these uh, uh these uh, devices they want to say they're they're efficient um you know you, you really can't go back to the rake and the electric they're saying that the electric leaf blowers really aren't uh really aren't there yet they only last about their batteries only last about two and a half months and they're very like two thousand dollars uh they're very expensive one of the uh the um landscapers said to me that well the leaf the leaf blowers electric leaf blowers and the gas blowers have kind of the same noise level about 20 decibels apart well 20 decibels is actually a lot Right. but you know from 59 to 79 you know but i don't want to get into how loud they are we just had our uh over here on whittemore street we just had our leaf blowing crew in we could barely hear ourselves it was and it's stinky yeah so uh, maybe what happens is you know, over the next few years technology catches up where you will have the electric leaf blowers right now gas blowers are probably you know much more efficient and uh, I think I think the, uh, there might be a foot uh, a neighboring town might be looking at. It. I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> I'm not going to say which town that maybe Heather is existing in. But there's um, may, maybe it might be a foot the, uh, move there. And Cambridge is also looking at this as well. Now, if on the North Shore, Marblehead and Swampscott have seasonal um, seasonal bands. Mm. so. Yeah, so it was a, it was like a, a tempest in a teapot because uh ordinances administration didn't even take up the the uh the the um didn't get a second. It's is very rare, you know. It's like you know they make the motion. Now Councilor Memard isn't on the uh, ordinances administration uh, uh, standing committee. He's a member of the you know budget and finance. So I think maybe over the next maybe few years maybe it's time to do some outreach see how residents really feel about the leaf blowers um, mm-hmm. again people are working at home they're on zoom and uh, it's kind of hard to work especially in the summer so maybe a seasonal seasonal thing might be the way to go you know well, maybe there's... we just let maybe we just let the leaves like lie around for a little bit
0: yeah you right. know so th- to make a very long story or a very loud story short this order went nowhere and... yeah i went nowhere Landscapers prevailed.
2: Yeah, the landscapers even came by the uh, city council on Tuesday with an electric battery pack saying this thing weighs like, you know, the whole thing weighs 48 pounds. It's really heavy. It's, you know, not ready for prime time. So we'll see.
0: Well, let's hope, as you said, the technology uh, advances because of all this conversation, right?
2: Yeah, I I hope so.
0: Okay, so um, then there is a really, really exciting thing happening in the city of Gloucester right now at the Cape
2: Ann Museum. Oh, yeah. So if you if you uh, checked out our Wednesday edition, you would have seen uh, uh, a story by Gail McCarthy called right, right. uh, Above about the Fold. And this is actually an exhibit about more than 30 years of photographs from the Gloucester Daily Times. Everyone loves the Gloucester Daily Times.
0: Times. <laughs>
2: I, 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 when I mess up, I hear about it. Uh, Anyway, so um, yeah, so it's uh, a 3G is 12, I believe, uh, about uh, 12 12 photographers, uh, contemporary photographers. um, And it's a kind of a follow on exhibit to the one that was held in 2009 uh, on Gloucester Daily Times photographer uh, Charlie Lowe, who who actually passed away at age uh, 49. And he was here for about a quarter century. Um, So this is a kind of a follow on exhibit. Um, but featuring um, uh, contemporary photographers who, um, and, it, and it kind of coincides, it's 32 years, uh, um, starting around 1973, which is the city's 350th anniversary. So kind of looking at what life was like back then. Sort of. So in in Gloucester's 400th anniversary year, we can, it's kind of like taking a look back. And some of the images are really stunning. I don't know if you've seen the paper, it's worth picking up. Um, of the of the um, of the person on the schooner you know (laughs) i don't know how i don't know how they got that shot no drones
0: then right
2: yeah there were no drones back then um so i'm really i haven't seen the exhibit yet um Mm. but it's it's i think it's a way it's a shines a a, a, uh you know shines a lens on on the on on cape ann and if you read the story you know they talk some some photographers went off to globe and um but the idea is that you don't really what I the magic of the paper is local. I like community news. Mm-hmm. You get to know people. You run into them, and you don't really get that at the bigger papers. Um, so I'd say check out above the folds. Opening December second at the Cape Ann Museum. Yeah, you know,
0: I was. I, it's gonna um, yeah. I was doing some work in the archives uh, about a month ago, and Trenton and Carls was and there was. Pit- images everywhere there were papers everywhere he was just neck high in this project i think he's put a lot into it
2: and well this is this this literally has consumed him since he started and yeah. they also had to you know hire a uh, another um you know a photo archivist because of this uh, but it's you know i think you know hats off to the cape Ann museum for preserving these photos because a lot of papers just dump their they're what they're called morgues
0: yeah
2: they just dump them they just go away and they just go in the dumpster and, and they're lost and because it's tangible media that's it so they are preserving they're preserving the history of cape ann i also know the story Free library has uh, been digitizing uh gloss uh, editions of the gloss decades and decades of, of Gloucester daily times but this really does preserve this for for the future you know I don't know, maybe in the future they'll, you know, we'll have to hand over our iPhones because, <laughs> you know, obviously we're taking a lot of photos on our phones, uh, you know, there's no, no, you know, no negatives or anything. The Great thing about the exhibit is you can, they're going to teach you about how photographs were actually made. You know, they were put in the fixative developed and all that stuff. So they're going to show you that as well. And one more thing is Paul billido a couple of contemporary people I've worked with Amy Sweeney, who I worked with as a, Photo editor at the uh, at the Salem News and the Eagle Tribune is uh, part of the exhibit and, and worked on the exhibit. And um, Paul billido our staff photographer, should be commended. Uh, he was a young photographer um, when he started here at the Gloucester Daily Times and is part of the exhibit. So it's great. It just spans a, a great gamut of contemporary photographers and we get to celebrate local news. And I'm not going to say subscribe, but, you know, hey, subscribe, you know, if you're watching it.
0: Yeah. Well, What no, my last going. comment um, from Trenton was he, he expressed to me that the museum sort of felt as if this exhibit was a gift back to the community after the Hopper Show. You know, the Hopper Show, people were traveling from all around to view that exhibit. And, you know, Gloucester was very busy, but they felt as if this show was really, this is for you, Gloucester, after all that big Hopper fuss. So I thought that was a nice way to say it.
2: Yeah. We, the community gets to see itself reflected in the, uh, in the photographs.
0: Right. Exactly. All right. So, um, there has been some funding designated to the city of Gloucester to manage this T O D. Am I right?
2: Well, you know, the city is in the process of, uh, coming up with a, a new update on its master plan. It's about 22 years old. And so this, the mayor's come up with this idea of doing a co- called something called the comprehensive plan. And I, I, do this introduction because um, even though the, it's two separate things, zoning for the MBTA communities, Gloucester's and MBTA communities, and it has to zone for multifamily homes as part of a, a new state, relatively new state law. Um, but the city, the mayor decided because there was a lot of questions about zoning, they would do a comprehensive plan. And I just want to I just want to hold. I probably can't do the uh, you probably can't do the QR code. I don't know if that's going to work, but we. they want to get people involved. They want to get as much feedback as possible. So instead of holding meetings and, you know, uh, everywhere, they're uh, inviting people to hold meetings locally in their neighborhoods, like in Lanesville, the Lanesville Community Center already done uh, climate uh, uh, climate action. Um, um, a meeting in a box called Meeting in a Box. So the ability to facilitate a meeting is online on the city website. And uh, so, if you're interested in any kind of input, if you live in Gloucester, maybe you don't live in Gloucester. There's a community survey you can take, and you can give your input. And the reason I'm bringing this all out is, then we talk about a grant to the city. City so needs technical help uh, for this zoning effort so the city has by the end of the you know 2024 they need to come in compliance with this law it's the creation of a zone that has a minimum unit capacity of multifamily units of 2270 units based on it's based on the a percentage of the city's existing housing stock so uh people kind of Look at it, and they go, "Oh my god, oh my god! Where are they going to fit two thousand two hundred and seventy units?" No, it's zoning. So there's already multifamily units, you know, in and around the train stations.
0: Amazing. So,
2: so you know, there's already you know there's a lot of multifamily. So it might be, uh, you you might look at what's existing, and say, "Okay, you can do a multifamily pro, um, a multifamily home by right." We already have multifamily, mm-hmm. so
1: mm-hmm.
2: it may not be as tall order order. Um, I think there's just a lot of um, just a of worry because downtown is congested. People are bringing up the question of whether they could create this zone around the West Gloucester station. Um, and so let's hire a consultant. Let the city hire a consultant to help it do that kind of planning work. You know, the planning staff are do, you know doing their day to day jobs. There's you know things come before the planning board, conservation commission. You know if you need an extra, you need an extra pair of eyes. So I think it's a good thing. Seventy five thousand dollars from the state. Now it's interesting. A seventy five thousand uh, dollars grant from a, a funding source that if they don't come into compliance, they would not be able to get. Right. So they got a <laughs> they got a seventy five thousand dollar grant to help them plan for zoning. I forget the name of the uh, of the program. Mm-hmm. i was like a one-stop grant but if the city is out of compliance with uh uh 3a section 3a that law mm-hmm. there's about 13 grant programs that they would be ineligible for you know you would check the box are you in compliance and you're applying for a grant right. and this technical help would be uh something they couldn't uh they could not apply for so uh, you know I, I don't know i don't want to give an opinion the mayor said he's no fan. He's no super fan of this of this law, but I think the feeling is he's, he needs to comply with it. They've, there's been pushback on the law. Uh, mixed use now is included, so if you have a mixed use building, I think what uh, Downtown Harbor Village, that new afford you know affordable you know uh, that's multifamily. So there's a lot a lot of units in there. So um, you know you say that has its ground floor. uh, storefront so buildings like that could comply so i think people need to hold their breath now there's been some concern from uh from some counselors like um that this is this kind of plan should happen months ago Mm -hmm. because a year the comprehensive when is the comprehensive plan going to come is the work on the tod going to dovetail with it because again, now you have a master plan that's going to kind of try to come together to plan the city for the next decade. But now you're trying to plan for a large zone. So there's a lot of unknowns. So I guess they say stay tuned, but it can't be a bad thing for the city to get $75,000 to hire a consultant to try to come up with some of the answers that people have been uh, looking for. So if you are looking for some more feedback or want to give your feedback on this, and you live in Gloucester, or maybe not, who knows? Um, the um, the the budget and finance committee of the city council is meeting on Thursday, December 7th. They, they meet at 530 the Harbor Masters Conference Room. I don't know the, the leaf blower meeting was supposed to be held there, but then they thought there'd be a big outpouring and they moved it. Yeah. So I don't hopefully I don't cause the city, you know, an extra cost for a custodian to go open up Kyru, the Kairos. But um, you can watch the meeting on Zoom. And budget and finance is going to take this up among their, you know, requests for funding. You know, it's basically to accept the grant. So, you know, we'll see. But I mean, it can't, can't be that seventy-five free seventy-five thousand dollars from the yeah. state. It can't be. You know, it's not. You know, it's not like they taxpayer funded. It's just you know, well, state tax. But you know,
0: right. so there and you go. To help navigate this. So, uh, but Ethan, getting back to the comprehensive planning initiative. How where can people find that QR code that you just showed us if they want to get involved?
2: Uh you can go to this, you, you can go to the city website. The okay. the um I'm gonna give you the web address and, and but it's you go tinyurl.com okay. Okay. backslash gcp2034. So it's tinyurl.com. Yeah, GCP 2034. I can see if I can get that. Uh, there you go. Why is it
0: 34?
2: Because it's a 2034 plan. It's a 10 year. It's a. They're gonna finish oh. it in next year, and it's gonna be for our um for 10 years. Okay. So the city, I think, really is looking for input. Um, there's a community survey online. Uh, probably doesn't take more than 10 minutes. They're looking to get 3,000 different voices about 10 percent of the community to kind of weigh in on what the city wants to be mm-hmm. and it's everything it's comprehensive right it's right. the harbor the open space so um i'm just putting that plug in
0: okay great all right so let's um before we run out of time the am vets have a new home
2: yeah they they sold their post it was upkeep on their post on prospect street proved to be uh, a lot uh, the building was, I guess, an old a church building, synagogue. It was an old synagogue. It was the old uh, Temple Halat Hahim was there for a while. In the 50s, uh, the um the Anva It's Post 32 moved in, but the upkeep on the building proved a lot. They had a hall on the upper floor, but um, you know, you had COVID, they shut down, a lot of their regular members went away. So they sold the building and uh, in May. And uh, we're able to open up in the, in the Blackburn Tavern building that's on the a corner of Main and Washington streets. And I went in, it's great. It's a big hall, a beautiful bar. And uh, I think they're thrilled to have a, a, a new permanent home. And uh, membership there, social memberships are not that expensive. Money and the money goes uh, to helping others. You know, they use that money purely, purely for helping others. Uh, it's a, it seems like it's a great place. You know, they also do the fish box Derby. There's oh. one of the you know, f- sponsors, the fish box Derby. So the answer post. So, uh, you know, check it out They're right there. 1B Washington street, conveniently right across the sort of diagonally across the street from the Legion post. So it's great. The veterans have a kind of a, uh, a little bit of a um, uh, cluster there, you know, so it's great, you know, we have a great veterans. Community. Ethan,
1: do do you have to be a veteran to gain membership? Of- no, you can.
2: I think social memberships are like fifty bucks a year. Oh, that's- if you're if if you're a veteran, it's like thirty dollars a year, and then they they waive it for the. I think they waive it for the first year. First responders, firefighters, oh, you know, you yeah. know, I join as a social member. I think you join as a social member, you help the post. You know, yeah. maybe people should be joining the Legion of the Post. Sons of the American Legion, If you didn't serve, you know, yeah. and that just helps. Just provide that funding, and it mostly goes for scholarships and helping the community.
0: And you're right. I really like that idea that 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 corner. Um, what yeah. did Um, Joni on the pony. The Joni on, on
2: the, the. Oh yeah, that yeah. <laughs> what a great yeah. There's so many different little nooks and nooks and creases. I don't want to say that. No, it's beautiful. It's like, I love that. I love going by there every time I do. It's just yeah, it's, I love it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, you guys. And anyone want to say what they're working on next?
1: Uh, I will say, as my colleague alluded to, there is a, an effort to produce potentially another leaf blower ban in one of our KPN communities. One won't say what. Which one?
0: I really look forward to that story. Um, all right. And Ethan, how about you?
2: I'm working on a story in the next couple of days about a firefighter, Linda Henry, retired uh, at age 65, was the first Gloucester firefighter to go through the fire academy in Stowe. Oh. she's was 41 years old and five foot one and ne- almost wanted to quit and persevered. And she's been a, a fixture in the fire department and uh, wonderful wonderful person sat down with her today. So that'll be, that story will be coming up in the next few
1: days.
0: Great. Great. All right, you guys, my dog needs to go out. So I'm going to say goodbye. (laughs) All right. Take care. See you next week. Bye Heather. Bye. Interested in a sponsorship? Email sponsor at 1623studios.org to learn more.